Aloha. Welcome to the Midweek Sharing from Mana Christian Ohana. My name is Ray, and today's message is entitled, Are You Ready? Before we get started, let's pray. Father God, thank you for this day you've given us. Thank you for all of the covering that you have for us. Thank you for the mercies you show us. Thank you for the grace. We invite your Holy Spirit to be with us as we get into your word. Give us discernment and understanding so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Are you ready? This is a loaded question we all ask from time to time and depending on who, who we ask or where we ask can have any number of reactions. For example, are you ready for the test could have one feeling anxious or are you ready to go might get a husband in trouble. My favorite is who's ready for dessert? My answer is always. Today's question, are you ready, has eternal consequences. It's a matter of life and death. The question truly is, are you ready for the second coming of Christ? Jesus first came as a lamb to be a sacrifice for sin, but he will return soon, I might add, as a conquering king and bring judgment. Turn to Revelation 19, verse 11. And I saw heaven opened up, and behold, a white horse, and he sat upon it, and it was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doeth, he doth judge and make war. And moving on to verse 15. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rue them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So this describes uh, God's second coming and on his thigh written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. When Jesus first came to us, he did not bring religion. He came to bring the kingdom of God. And I, I really like that statement because uh, a relationship with the Christ is not a relationship with the church or with a religion. Uh, it, it's a relationship with the, the Savior, the creator of the world. And in John 3.16, probably the most commonly uh, cited passage in history for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life God came for you and I to reconcile us from our sin the sin that gets between us and the eternal father go to 2nd Thessalonians 1 verse 6 through 9 this tells us God is just. He will pay back trouble for those who trouble you and give relief to you who are troubled and to us as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven in the blazing fire with his powerful angels. Now pay, a clo now pay close attention to this part. Verse 8, he will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. And 9, they will be punished with everlasting destruction 
and shut out from presence of the Lord and from the glory of His might. The everlasting destruction that Paul describes here is the lake of fire, the place of eternal separation from God. Those people who will be separated from God in eternity will no longer have any hope for salvation. Here we are given a clear warning of, of what's waiting for us if we do not repent and turn to Christ. Romans 6:23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. What does Je Jesus tell us about being ready and his second coming? He shares the parable of the ten virgins found in Matthew 25. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish one took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, Here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied. There will not be enough for the, both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with them to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly I tell you, I do not know you. Therefore keep watch because you do not know the hour, the day or the hour. And that verse 12 is kind of scary. Truly I tell you, I don't know you. Those are words you do not want to hear from Christ. Now, Jesus told the parable to clarify what it means to be ready for his return and how to live until he comes. And the story of the ten versions, we are taught that every person is responsible for his or her own spiritual condition. The question is, are you right with God? The day and hour unknown. Turn to Matthew 24:36. But about the day or the hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Some people want to wait until they're on their deathbed to proclaim Christ as their Lord and Savior. They want to live their lives according to their own will and their own desires. I propose to you that we are all on our deathbeds. Right now, we are out of time. Matthew 24, 3-13 As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen, and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and will see deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things much must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. Verse 9, Then you will be handed over to be persecuted, 
and be put to death, and you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will be, and they, and will betray the hate, betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because of this, because of the increase in wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Are you being distracted? It's easy nowadays. Today, as this recording is taking place, is Valentine's Day. Distraction. We got the Super Bowl, March Madness, vacations, relationships, hobbies. Then there's the news. Huge earthquake in Turkey. Countries beating war drums. Ukraine, Russia, China, North Korea. And now we have spy balloons being shot down over the United States. So many more things that are competing for our time and our hearts. Are you ready? The question is getting louder and louder. Accept Christ now if you haven't already. Romans 10.10 If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Study the word. This is very important. The Bible tells us that there are, are deceivers. People who would draw us away from the Christ. Study the word. Matthew 24, 4, 5. Jesus answered, Watch out, no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. Matthew 7, verse 15. This is about true and false prophets. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. The message of the gospel is simple. The gift of eternal life can be yours. Death has been defeated at the cross and your sins have been forgiven. And I'll leave you with this in Matthew 9, 10 through 13. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Amen. Jesus is saying he came for us. Now let's go with him. And that's a message. Praise be to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And may God's face and may God's gracious, may, excuse me, and may God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine upon us.